What do you think? You know, you know, you know, it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be a very emotional game. Here it is. Let me tell you a story. Welcome back into Cougar Sports Saturday here on KSL News Radio, your legacy home of the Cougars. When this guy was slinging the pill. It was a good time in BYU football history. Ty Detmer, the Tiesman. Good bump coming in as we talk some BYU quarterback talk. Keaton Slovis, former BYU Cougar, played one season in the blue and white. It feels like a lifetime ago since he lined up at BYU because he last played when BYU was on the 40 acres against Texas. But his next game that he will be appearing in, East-West Shrine game, February 1st down at the Star in Frisco, Texas. It begs the question, Matt, does Keaton Slovis have a chance to still get drafted in the NFL despite what was a lackluster one year at BYU? He's not getting drafted. I don't think there's no any chance. There, I don't think there's any chance he gets drafted. I, I do think a good performance in the East West Shrine game will open up a good opportunity to make a camp. I just feel like and I could be wrong here. This might be the realism in me, and I could very well not be admitting what the NFL draft actually is, which is speculation, upside, measurements, all that stuff. And maybe the reputation he earned his freshman year will carry through to a good opportunity in the NFL. Like That could very well happen. Because I was watching some football earlier in the week. How is Trevor Simeon still in the NFL? Right? I mean, there's dudes playing. I look at it, and I'm like, if Trevor Simeon can have a nice long career— so can Keaton Slovis. Tim Boyle started games. Good Why point. not Keaton Slovis? We could go on. Nick Mullins. Easton Stick. I have no idea where that guy played Ooh. college football. And I pride myself. when so yeah. As you do too, I'm sure. When someone's like, where did. Oh, yeah. That's where like did Derek my... Stingley play college football? <laughs> LSU. Where did. You know, it's like, I pride myself on that. That I, is like dude's favorite thing to do. Like, oh, remember that time when. Luke Staley, like, what college did he play for? We know, BYU. But then you bring up, like, uh, let's see. Cadillac what? Williams. Yeah, Auburn. There you go. Yeah, like, that's just what? Easton Stick. Can't, can't do it. Can you? <laughs> no clue. I Maybe I'm just, we're failing at college football, I guess. But <laughs> I don't know where the stick lie. There's an oppor- lying. Point is, there's an opportunity for, he's got to play well in this game. I actually do think him sitting out the rest of the year will help him mm-hmm. from an NFL perspective. Because he could say, hey. Texas game, I was banged up. If you just look at my body of work from week one to week four, it was all right. Like, it wasn't – start of the year until the end of Kansas, no one was souring on Keaton Slovis. No. It was the Texas game where you really felt like, oh, my goodness. So, I think there is a window of opportunity for him. If he stays healthy for the whole year, do you think that things would have changed for BYU at all? I think they would have won the Oklahoma game or the Oklahoma State game. They would have got to six. Good point. I think they win one of those. I mean, and that's, that's assuming. A big, that's a big deal, though, because oh, yeah. we feel very differently about the year. And those one of those victories would have been one of the biggest wins in Kalani's tenure. And Good point. I think it all worked out in the end as far as for BYU. I'm curious to see how the road goes for Keaton Slovis. Had he had a, a huge year and maybe been a – you know, a guy vying for all Big 12 recognition in his one season at BYU. I think this portal market would have been a lot uh, deeper and more robust for BYU. I just don't think many portal QBs looked at BYU's offense in the Power 5 ranks, and then you pair it up with the lack of commitment to spend big in the NIL NIL game at BYU. Portal QBs are like, well, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really interested in BYU. Uh, but had Slovis tore it up, 
I think they would have been a lot different story this offseason as far as pursuing a QB. But I do think that he would have gotten BYU at least one more win, I think. I, I just That's hard to, to think because at the same time, you know, Retzlaff against Oklahoma gave them, you know, it did open the up the run game. But, I mean, I'm not... I just, I still feel like Slovis could have really, done enough. Though? He could have done enough in the passing game to give him something. The thing that we will never be able to answer, though, is Slovis, if my recollection is correct, never had Connor Pay as the center. He, yes. Or TCU? TCU, okay. he did, yes. TCU, so that was right as the and change then Texas was made. Tech and then T- the, Texas. the run game started to ascend after yes. the tweak in the line. He didn't get a benefit from that very much. And, and to be frank, Retzlaff's running was what non-existent against Oklahoma State? Yeah, it was so nowhere it, to be found. I mean, it, maybe it did open it up a hair, but it's not like he ripped off multiple seventy-five-yard yeah. games as a running quarterback. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I just think that in its weird way, I feel like BYU was almost they needed to go have a losing record because it brought back Batty, it brought back Pay, Bywater. Uh, I think all those guys looked at how the season ended, and it, had they gone to a bowl game. First year in the Big 12, they said, you know what? We've set it up for a good foundation. We're moving on. But how it ended, it's almost like everyone's got this bitter taste in their mouth and they want to run it back for one more. But um, that's that's not on Keaton Slovis at all. I, I hope that Slovis has success because I would love to hear from his side of things how everything went down Same. the final month of the season. And maybe we'll get that chance at Big 12 Pro Day and maybe this East-West Shrine game. But it just it feels like... Uh, you know, I, I think BYU fans are going to kind of pull for him too because he, he does feel like, even though it was an abbreviated time, he feels like a BYU guy to me. I completely agree, and I would take it a little further. I don't think BYU struggles were on Keaton Slovis. I think there were some deep rooted issues with this group that off, when an offensive line is as poor as BYU's was yeah. for most of the year, there's not a lot you can do. There's there's really not. It's hard to overcome a bad offensive line. I don't put that on Keaton Slovis. And it was really bizarre. I'll never understand why Aaron Roderick had such a hard time adjusting his offense to a pocket quarterback. Is that on the quarterback that the offensive coordinator can't adjust to his strengths? I don't think so. So I'm with you. I'm pulling for Keaton. I hope he gets a chance. I don't think what happened this year, very little of it to me, should be pinned on Keaton Slovis. I just think what hurts him is that Every year, it regressed statistically. And I know stats are this weird thing when it comes to NFL evaluations where I think draft Knicks would say, who cares about stats? Look at Josh Allen. Look, yep. at, look at the guys over there. There's so many examples of stats in college not giving, not mattering at all when it comes to the NFL. But he regressed every year, and that can't be ignored. So I'm, I'm curious to see what it becomes because I do think he's one of those guys that you get him – in a passing clinic where he's not going to get hit and he can just freely throw the rock. I think he can impress. So I'm curious to see what he does. we got to take a break. That's hour number one here on Cougar Sports Saturday. Subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. This is Cougar Sports Saturday, powered by KSL Sports.